All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting started this week with another episode here at the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Um, I'm the host, Two Chains, and um, as always, I'm with my good fellas, Hill Will and Jamal. What's up, fellas? What's hey, going it's on? It's the biggest wrestling weekend that's not tied to a major pay-per-view. <laughs> I included the match of the season in, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and I'm kind of jealous that I won't be there for it. <laughs> you're, you're you're bringing in the breaking news with, with this, with say, this two ball street fight. Exactly. Do tell me more about this this match that you're talking about. That sounds like it should be in Tijuana. I, I, one can only hope. Um, <laughs> for those of you, uh, uh, it, it, for those of you, wanted the dream match of uh, Nick Dinsmore, also known as Eugene, versus Jonathan Coachman. Well, you lucky bastards, you got your wish. Uh, if you're in the Sioux Falls area. Uh, South Dakota, uh, they're raising money for an event that uh, Dinsmore obviously has a um, a wrestling promotion out there, and he's raising uh, he's donating funds for St. Luke's Mid American Heart Institute in Kansas City. Uh, it's obviously it helps out with people with um, cardiac issues and stuff like that. And Coach's father had a heart attack last year, and so that's a big deal for Mr. Coachman. But why a Sioux Falls street fight? Because apparently they're trying to settle this beef between Coach and Eugene from, I don't know, 99? From when The Rock <laughs> and Coach and, and Eugene were having a thing in WWE. Um, it's the damnedest thing. It's going to happen in the parking lot of the Icon Lounge. And, the t- and that's happening on Friday. Uh, and that's part of it's the main event of Midwest All-Pro Wrestling Super Summer Sizzle Series. I will not be saying that again. But <laughs> some, something tells me that that won't be streaming with all the other events this weekend, but we'll probably get some cell phone footage of it coming on. I, I would hope so. I would hope so. But honestly, it's it's a good thing that they're doing for a good cause. Just, I, this is a match that I didn't know I needed to see, though, of 2019. Hey, Jamal, what are you doing right now? Um, I'm I'm collecting my breath for for the uh, I'm trying to book tickets to Sioux Falls. Actually, that's really what I'm doing right now. <laughs> I, knew it. I definitely have Expedia open to trying to see if I can get me that uh, that that nice Econo Lodge in downtown <laughs> Sioux Falls. That's definitely on a tab right now. Oh man, oh man, oh yeah, we got a lot of not not a lot of breaking news this week, but again, it is a really big wrestling. Nothing will be bigger than that. Not at all. <laughs> I, I think I think we nailed it coming out of the gate with that. This is probably this is the biggest like B or C show weekend there has been in a long time because yeah. there's nothing really big, big, but there's stuff happening. But it's all like that second level, that second tier of stuff. Well, realistically, this is the weekend that a lot of pieces are going to fall into place that sets up the next big move in August. In uh, September and October, I mean, we're True. A, a month and, and change, two months away from uh, the fall season, 
and we're a month away from SummerSlam and more importantly, NXT TakeOver Toronto. So a lot of things are going to be put into place uh, over the next, you know, starting this weekend over the next four weeks, six weeks that will affect obviously the landscape of wrestling. So it's a very interesting time to watch. Yeah, I you know I, the one question I wanted I really wanted to like bring in here is like again like with so much wrestling happening this weekend and and from all different levels sort of say at this point is there any way is there is there nothing is there is there not a way for anybody to not enjoy this weekend like this of course this but the variety <laughs> is so broad how could you just not like something oh easily uh, it's it's wrestling Twitter. And they'll find a way to hate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lord knows what what has the number one one of the number one themes been since all these things started colliding has been how dare anyone put a show on against AEW's fight for the fallen. Yeah. I mean, and there's still people holding that, and it's like, you know, Evolve's going to be on the WWE Network, and it, that show was already scheduled. And the only thing that changed is now it's going to be on the network. But apparently, that's just that's unacceptable. That is not allowed. That is not okay. That's an affront to wrestling, and people should be very upset about it. Even though, as I keep saying, we live in an on-demand world now. Everybody can see this stuff. Pick and choose what you want to watch at what time. And if you care that much about it that you need to see all of it or just some of it, you're in the driver's seat. It's no big deal. (laughs) Yeah. Except it is because everybody has to like what you like because you're the most important person in the world, according <laughs> to your Twitter account. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't get sometimes I just don't understand the Twitter logic out there. But no, like, honestly, God, like the Extreme Rules pay per view doesn't have like it's it's yeah, sure, it's not extreme. Uh, you know, it's WWE's version of extreme. Okay, fine, but it's a solid card. You know, well, is it going to be like a world beater? No, but it's a solid card that's like the bookend to a decent wrestling weekend. Yeah. And between that and MLW and Evolve and um, hell is that thing called AEW? It it's a good reason, especially if the weather is inclement in your neighborhood, to stay inside and watch uh, all the wrestling. Yeah, yeah, and and yet uh, the second and third nights of the G1 happening in New Japan. So there's oh, there's yeah. a lot happening this week. And in addition, of course, the local shows like Sioux Falls, Street Fight happening. With Will Eugene, Sioux Falls and- ever be the same again? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, here in our local neck of the woods, we got the Flying V, uh, Sweet Summer Heat happening Saturday night, sold out at the Flying V Theater. So, I mean, there's, there's a lot. Which will be streaming live on. Uh- That's right. On, on the independent indie TV. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, it's really, it really is. It's a, it's a legitimate great weekend for wrestling. I'm, I'm definitely excited. I just can't, um, I really can't stop to think about how much it's such a pleasure to see how much, um, how much effort that WWE is dedicating for this Evolve thing. Again, I feel like they're putting more effort into displaying this and, uh, you know, giving them a platform than they've done in some of their own shows in the past. And this is really good to see, um, as Russell and Twitter like to say, Vince McMahon killing the indies, yet you see him right here first-handedly giving them, you know, website promotion, Twitter promotion, video packages, and everything, like, um, it's it's really it's it's really it's a really special time for that. And um, you know, Fight for the Fallen, which is going to be AEW's what third pay per view, right? 
Yep. Sure. There's, there's a lot. It's just a lot going forward into this year. And we haven't even got to November, which I think is really going to be the craziest month. Um, but it's really I, I, I can't I can't stress enough. This is a really good time to be a wrestling fan. Not a really good time to be a wrestling Twitter fan, but wrestling fan. None of that. It's a lot of good things. Going yeah. If if nothing else, you have an abundance of options right at your fingertips right now. So you can't sit here and say, oh, there, there's nothing to watch. There's plenty to watch. It's just, if anything, it's a matter of what you want to watch at what time and what you want to prioritize is your most important thing that you're most looking forward to. And that's just a matter of taste in that case. I mean, that may be the case, but I only want the wrestling that I want to watch, and I want that to be great every single time. And if it's not, then fuck it, because it sucks and I hate everything. Wrestling Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we'll we'll be hearing that this weekend i'm sure we will be i'm sure there'll be a whole lot of follow that and you know the the whole measuring uh whose show was the best and all that kind of stuff and then of course never even mind we're kind of in a a holding pattern in some ways we're kind of in a a a lame duck period as people were saying this week because next week next monday and tuesday supposedly is it we're about to get the uh, Eric Bischoff experience and Paul Heyman deal going full time this week. So, th- th- like you like you were saying, this weekend's a lot going on, and then it just rolls into next week where the road to SummerSlam begins, the road to NXT Takeover begins, and heck, I mean, wait for the Fallen on Saturday. That's the last AEW show before All Out. So they really got to get the ball rolling on what they're doing there. So I think. The next week, the story of the next week, really, it's going to be angles. It's going to be pieces being put into place. It's going to be where are we going for the next month, two months, three months. It's time to like get that picture to start coming into focus. And honestly, I don't know where we're going. <laughs> I think any of these scenarios. So <laughs> nothing else, that's going to make it interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, and I guess that's that's kind of why it's like kind of a still moment for the podcast world because it's really not the big story. It's just a l- abundance of so much that um, it's just really a good time to just appreciate everything that's just going on. And and again, I, I mean, like you got things streaming, you got things local, you got your big shows, you got your you know your WWE products that you want to be religious to. You got the new up and coming promotion that's supposed to compete. You got other shows that's been around, like MLW deciding that, hey, there's another uh, avenue for revenue for them. And like, you know, a lot of lot of lot of cool things going on. Question is, there is one promotion that is nowhere to be found right now. And that's ROH. What in the world is going on up in Baltimore, Maryland? Um, well, their marriage just got, um, you know, in, not, not impeached, but she had to step down because for corruption issues. Uh, the crime rate is really, really. Oh, you mean Ring of Honor? Oh, um, <laughs> the, yeah, the, the, the long and short of it is, and, and I love Baltimore. Um, no, you don't. I do. I absolutely love Baltimore. Um, the problem with Ring of Honor is, and people would say, people were posting uh, pictures from uh, a, a pretty sparse crowd at the beautiful UMBC Events Center in, in downtown Catonsville, Maryland. Yes, right. That's, that's kind of a problem. Um, I think the biggest thing about Ring of Honor is that they're being lost in the shuffle. Um, yeah, we are undergoing a wrestling renaissance where there's honestly too much wrestling to watch at any one given point in time where the fear of missing out has people kind of like, well, I'm just going to stick with this and go with it. 
But for Ring of Honor, where do they really fit in? Um, TNA had put on a hell of a show at Slammiversary last weekend. And obviously everybody's keeping up with AEW with bated breath. NXT is consistently good. And from what I hear, though Raw had a really stupid main event, um, SmackDown was pretty damn good this week, uh, by and large. And NXT, NXT UK continues to exist somehow. But where does Ring of Honor fit in? And speaking personally, and I've said this from the beginning, St. Clair Broadcasting owns the station that Ring of Honor comes on in D.C. It airs at 2 in the goddamn morning, <laughs> new. Now, granted, they also air at Sunday at 10 p.m., but it's Sunday at 10 p.m. It's not a high definition, and it's on a uh, secondary uh, uh, channel of the station. They don't advertise their product. Outside of the cities that they uh, show their uh, show in, and if they don't show it on like their flagship stations, like Minneapolis, New York, Baltimore, Milwaukee, Atlanta, where I've, I've seen like, oh, they actually do advertise there. They don't advertise in major markets. Like, I don't know, this one, a top 10 market, and nobody <laughs> knows when the hell Ring of Honor comes on. That's their biggest problem. They, they are owned by a TV company that doesn't put them on TV when people want to watch it. What the hell is wrong with you, Sinclair? Mm. So then oh. there's that, and then there's also... The AEW effect. Um, a lot of people just have tunnel vision and they refuse to watch something else, anything else. But the and 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 honestly, Ring of Honor doesn't have really have any new young stars that are grabbing the attention away from the other things. Um, you know, Jordan Grace making a splash on impact with Tessa, Tessa Blanchard and so on. Who's that person for Ring of Honor? Jay Lethal? Briscoes? Sure. Dalton Castle? Raven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Matt, yeah, I mean, I mean, it could be Matt Taven five years ago, <laughs> but yeah, that's I mean, kind of the thing. Like, who who's that yeah. new hot product in Ring of Honor? Yeah, they're they're very much in a position where there's nothing you can point at with Ring of Honor and say they are doing this one specific thing better than any of these other groups, and that's the problem. They, there's nothing to stand out there. I think the one thing they could end up having is because they're in such a rebuilding period is that they may end up hopefully becoming a home for a lot of like young talent that is on the way up. But of course the problem with that is, is you have to give that time to develop. You have to give that time for these guys to establish an identity and you have to get time for fans to become familiar with a whole bunch of new faces. That's not something you can just snap your fingers and do. And of course, right. AEW is doing a portion of that too, but ring of honor needs to do it even more to a, like a much greater extent. Cause like, I mean, think of the top of guys you mentioned just now at top of the card there. It's like, Jay Lethal, the Briscoes. I mean, those guys have been around for decades now. Right. So it's like Matt Taven's like the freshest guy you got, and even he's been there for years now. Yeah, many, many, many years. Yeah, and, and, like, and again, Ring of Honor is the Apollo Crews of wrestling companies. <laughs> That's not a bad thing because <laughs> Apollo Crews is great, but he should be better. And anybody that has seen him work knows it. But unfortunately, he is where he is. And that's uh, just a big ball of okay. And that's really unfortunate because they have a lot of talent. Everyone that you just named, Will, and Jonathan Gresham, and yeah. Silas Young, and, you know, and, and, it, and it goes on. But it's like, I don't have a reason to watch uh, Ring of Honor. I don't have a reason to go out of my way to watch Ring of Honor when I'm inundated with impact on Twitch. Uh, you know, WWE everywhere else, 
AEW all over YouTube, <clears throat> YouTube and Twitter, um, and so on and so forth. There is no space in my calendar for Ring of Honor because they're not fighting for it hard enough, in my opinion. Well, I was just going to say, too, it doesn't help, too, that uh, they lost one of their biggest stars today, which in a really discreet way, but it all makes sense of who she's absolutely talking about. But it seems like Kelly Klein has left our uh, ROH and really has some really choice of words about her departure. Um, well, I thought she said that was specifically an independent company. Well, yeah, the way she said that, I wasn't clear. I assumed she meant somewhere else, but at the same time, it's not like she's known for working in a whole bunch of places. Exactly. Yeah, because, you know, the, the Woman of Honor uh, legacy is such a prized position to be in. <laughs> you know, like the prestige that comes with the winner, winner, Women of Honor division. You know, that's another conversation, too, because ever since that 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 uh, that belt was introduced, they were already on the wrong foot. I mean, you, you, you do an inaugural tournament and you don't use utilize some of the pioneers and the pioneers of that division. You just. <laughs> yeah, just that's I mean, you, you have Veda Scott's phone number and you don't call her for your women's championship uh, tournament. They didn't use her or or Faye. I mean, or just, Faye. Yeah, they just was just I don't know. Yeah, it's it's definitely trouble in paradise for always. There's really no attraction here for me as a fan to watch that promotion, to watch their weekly promotion that happens, their commercials. I don't even understand how they they don't even have regularly scheduled commercials. Their commercials only come on during their time, which is ridiculous to me. If you right. guys need a knee brace, I know I know a guy, by the way. <laughs> he has he has cornrows. In that commercial, not in real life. It been it been years since those cornrows disappeared. <laughs> just in case you need a knee bracelet, I I know a guy, but um, yeah, it's I don't know. But uh, with that being said, what you guys looking forward to actually watching this weekend? Well, okay, like, real quick about the Ring of Honor thing. Uh, Dalton Castle actually came out and spoke with WrestleZone and he made a statement about this situation. I forgot about um, Castle. Didn't even bring his name up. Well. Yeah. Uh, Dalton Castle says, and I quote, you got to be out of your mind to think the Ring of Honor is at risk now. I've only been with the company about five years and I've already lived through three of these where people go like, oh, no, they lost their big core members. However, way they survive. We're going to be just fine. Ring of Honor has been around for 16 years and we've done this again and again. And we continue turning out the best product we possibly can, the greatest wrestling in the world. He goes on to say again, and I quote, what makes me happy is succeeding in being with Ring of Honor. I know what makes them happy is a, is, is a peacock with some muscles fighting, putting on a performance of a lifetime. So I'm here, so proud to be here at the moment, and I don't think I can speak for the entire locker room, but I'll speak for myself and say right now, not worried. Uh, now, I know you say, what about what we're going to watch this weekend, but just really quickly, uh, do you think that Dalton Castle, in, based on his specific position within the company, former world champion and such, um, th- is there some truth to his statement? I mean, consider his statue with the business. He is supposed to say the right thing. So I do not trust the statement to be legitimate at all. Um, again, I think we can all be optimistic <laughs> in certain situations, consider we're the face of certain things. But I mean, as a uh, him him being in the business is one thing, but as a fan, if, if fans aren't buzzing about it, then there's obviously there's issues. I, I, I don't know. I just... I can't, I can't really I can't really have much confidence in what he's saying. 
um, to your point, he said he did say that we went through three of these, and he's only been there in five years. Yes, if your team has now, rebuilding three out of five years. Now, now let's talk about those three things that he's talking about. Now, the owner, I can't think of his name right now. Um, it's I not Kerry Silken, is it? Yes, I spoke to him <laughs> one time at a show, and then I also heard an interview with him, and he legitimately came up to me. It's like, how was I like in the show? And I was like, it's it's been pretty good. This was best of the world last year. Um, and he said, like, well, you know, we're back in Baltimore. They were at the new UMBC, University of Maryland, Baltimore College Arena, which is a really nice arena. And the, the campus is beautiful as it is. Um, so they got the momentum back because you think, you know, they're coming back home. They're going to start putting on shows back here. Now, if you look at the attendance from there last year to this year, it tells two different stories. However, to, to, the, to the point I'm talking about, he... He, he said, like, look, no one thought we were going to be able to make it this far after we lost, you know, after we lost uh, the um, the Bullet Club and all of them. People didn't think we would be relevant. And here we still are right now. And people are still coming to watch our show. So when they're talking about the fact of like going through these, they're talking about losing personnel and having to stay relevant. This isn't even a losing personnel issue here. This is just a relevancy issue right now. They aren't making changes that are that are like appealing to the consumer. Yes, they're signing people that's coming out of MCW, out of the 3D Academy, people that's coming legitly through their system, they're signing to make sure they don't go nowhere. I get it. Or people who have worked numerous appearances with their product, they're signing. I get it. And I'm not saying you have to make the big sexy signing to be relevant. But you need to make noise in order to create buzz, in order to make the consumer relevant and invested in you. Your pay-per-views is all people know <laughs> because no one's watching your weekly product. So it's just when you when you think about everything that companies are doing now with AEW with their YouTube presence, with their, you know, streaming things for free. And 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 uh and then in the, and then a big social media presence as well, too, with their talent. When you think about ROH, is Jay Lethal on, on Twitter like that? No. Is Dalton Castle on Twitter? No. Is anybody in Woman of Honor actively on their social media creating storylines, using all tools available to, to, to get fans invested? They're not doing that. They don't have the weekly product because no one's talking about that ever. They're not using YouTube. so and, and they use YouTube for replays, but like that's still not creating buzz. That's just showing what you have. Like They're just not really utilizing the tools available. And, you know, and, and you know a lot of people like to ridicule Vince McMahon about it, but I think when you talk about this day and age and how to really like gravitate to the viewers, you have to you have to modernize. And a lot of our old tactics of what we think may work, it doesn't really appeal nowadays. You know, like I I, I say this all the time at uh, at my day job is like no one reads manuals no more. If you want to learn how to do something, you get on YouTube. That's just how it is. And you know I think as a people that's running the Need to figure out ways to try to again pique their interest for, to the consumers, and I ROH is just not doing it at all. Yeah, I mean you're, you're not wrong. Uh, that's kind of like uh, the big gripe about Ring of Honor. It's not that the stuff is bad. Yeah, we, um, we know they got wrestlers. We know they got right. Legit. I mean Jonathan Gresham. Jonathan Gresham, top five in that the world. Be his name. Period. That should be his name, Jonathan Wrestling. <laughs> it really should. Period. I mean, like I, I you know, I, I would, yeah. Top five, period. Um, and it's, you know, Ring of Honor just isn't doing it. Um, I don't know exactly what they're doing. That's, that, that's part of the problem. Um, and, I, and again, 
uh, and we've, we've seen that as big and as expansive as the internet is, if you can't grab the attention, the, the attention span is the choking point. Oh, yeah. And that's oh, yeah. that's really what it comes down to because there's more wrestling than we'll ever know out there. Yeah. Uh, if you've seen like the Viceland series that's going on right now with wrestling around the world, mm-hmm. there's much more than that that we don't even <laughs> yeah. get a chance to see. Mm-hmm. So even if the mm-hmm. stuff that we know that we know, we know good and damn well that we only have X number of hours in our attention span to watch any product. Yeah. Um, and that's just is what it is. So Ring of Honor's got to do a bit better to to fight for that attention. Yeah. Um, in our collective attention spans. Yeah. But uh, as far as what I'm going to be watching this weekend, um, it's Alexandria's birthday. So I'm going to be watching fireworks, uh, to be honest with you. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I'm dead serious. I'm gonna have some cake. Oh, I know. And you, you do some, you do some good photos of of uh, fireworks too. You definitely should share those. I remember the ones from uh, last year from in, in the um, the Gaithersburg uh, um, fireworks show. You had some really good shots. So yeah, definitely, so, definitely know what's up with that. Right. So I'm definitely like so. Me and Lucille, my camera, uh, definitely <laughs> gonna be down there in Alexandria with my tripod right and on. doing work. As right far on. as the shows, what I really will honestly do is just look at the results. Um, and or look at Twitter and see who's trending, and probably just go with that. Yeah, that's not a bad. Because like, if, if a particular match or two on a card are like actually trending, gaining some buzz, then I'll see what the fuss is about. Yeah, I mean that's a tactic I use during WrestleMania weekend. So does this feel like a WrestleMania weekend to you? No, B Toronto will WrestleMania. <laughs> B level WrestleMania. Okay. <laughs> there's 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 nothing. There's I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head like oh my god like you know like because there's not there's not that big match feel there's yeah. not like that going on but there's a lot of show I think the, the like I said this is going to be a weekend of putting into focus what direction things are going in for me as far as the shows go since we won't be seeing any of the shows Saturday live since we're going to be at the Flying V so we'll be seeing our local show live but. The big shows, the Evolve, the AEW, and all that. We'll be meeting up with that after the fact. I really like the idea of using the social media to kind of get, you know, a litmus test for what caught people's attention. And then, of course, then you can go in and cherry pick what catches your eye as far as, like, you know, the most interesting stuff that you're hearing about. Of those two shows, personally, I'm not so much curious about any particular match on that Evolve show, but I'm very curious to see how WWE presents them on the WWE network. That is it for me. I want to see that show and see how it's presented, who they put over, how they – because it's going to be mostly a lot of new faces on there. Mm -hmm. So who's going to like – use that spotlight on that platform mm-hmm. to like get their name out there with the idea that there is a lot of people who are going to see someone like a Shotzi Blackheart or uh who's a uh, Leon, Leon Ruff. Like there, there's a lot of these na- or Kurt Stallion. Yeah. A lot of these names Austin that are Theory on the, is the big, it's the big name this weekend. This yeah, is it for him. There's a lot of names that, we know as fans that go to the indie shows, but if you don't go to indie shows, there's a lot of names that are going to be on the WWE network on Saturday night on this evolve show that people will see for the very first time. And that's going to be interesting to see what kind of attention they get, what kind of spotlight is put on them and how they are presented is like Gabe Sapolsky going to get to run this evolve show as his own thing. Like he normally would, or is WWE going to be kind of like, 
hey, nah, you know, we, 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 got, we got future plans for somebody here. Uh, we want you to do this. That's the kind of stuff I'm curious about. That Evolve show, I think, is going to be really interesting in that respect for just how it's presented, how it's shown, and what messages they put out there on that show. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah I, I think I kind of feel the same way about the Evolve show where it's like, you know how like when you watch a, a sports telecast that's being simulcast from another network? It, you know, so like if you're watching, uh, you know, WWE on Sky Sports, there are certain things about it that are kind of weird and doesn't really feel the same as if you're watching it on USA Network. I kind of wonder if it's going to be the same thing with Evolve. Will they have their own production, their own graphics and logos, uh, you know, their own you know setup, or will they actually borrow from WWE? Will they send up a team of like students from uh, interns I from Full Sail? Lit- literally about to say that and, and have them give it like. A more polished, uh, more polished, you know, look, you know, is this, uh, is this a one-time deal also? Because it's like, hey, you know, we have this like new polished HD version of Evolve that may or may not look the same as their, you know, the tape content does, but what will that mean going forward, you know, down the road? So I think it's an interesting concept. Speaking to that, Speaking to that exact deal, that exact exact detail, I wanted to check and make sure. So the Evolve show on Saturday night is happening at the former ECW arena, the 2300 arena in Philadelphia. The very next day, right across town at the Wells Fargo Center, that's where they're running Extreme Rules. So the entire damn WWE production team is going to be in town. Okay. So, so I think that explains a whole heck of a lot of what's going on. I would imagine, I I don't think they'll they'll pull out every darn stop in the world, but I would imagine it's going to be a very polished looking show, especially if it's going to be on WWE Network and they have the resources right there in town already for the pay-per-view the next day. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't really take much for them to get a, like just a minivan over to the uh, ECW arena. Like it's a 10 minute drive at, at best. And, do a show now that's what they do now the question is now wwe has done this for evolve do you think progress gets a look soon on the uk Mm. side uh i i I would like to think so but i don't think world of sport is actually a thing on itv in england and that was a big deal for wwe as far as their competition was Mm -hmm. concerned and Mm -hmm. i also don't think that they're think like there's any major competition for WWE regarding NXT. So it would be different uh, because AEW, and I'd be damned. Of course, they're going to say, like, well, you know, we, we play this months ahead and it has nothing to do with AEW. And, you know, okay, fine. <laughs> it, it does. It absolutely does. But okay, fine. Tell <laughs> yeah. yourself that. Um, because they could have done it the same day as, as Extreme Rules. The Extreme Rules is 8 o'clock. They could have done a noon show. They could have done a, whatever they wanted, mm-hmm. but they know, what they, they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that's the level of competition in um, in England, and obviously the big deal was World of Sport coming on ITV and and being a thing. And I don't don't really remember hearing that about that too much. So I would like to see it, but Progress seems to be doing pretty well on their own as far as getting their um, their content out. Yeah, and I mean, come on now, we're getting Progress. Like I feel like I'm more in tune to what's happening on Progress with ROH, and ROH is fit thirty minutes from where I live. It progress is literally I don't, tons tons of miles away, and it's just because people are just again you use social media in a, in a method to get people invested. I mean, 
Poor ROH. That's all I can say. Um, <laughs> Jamal, let's get into the news. I think, I think we or are we done with talking about this weekend stuff? Well, let me, let me ask you this. Like last question about the weekend. What's pick one match? What's your match of the weekend this weekend between the three shows, the three big shows? Match of the weekend. Hmm. I don't even know what's on that stream rules card, to be honest. Um, well, I, I have it in, in front of me because yeah, 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 I didn't. Yeah, yeah, give me, give me that. Uh, we have the revival versus uh, the Usos, which yeah, is that's, actually that's gonna be great. Pretty interesting. Braun Strowman versus Bobby Lashley in the landed, last man standing match. That could be interesting. The Raw match was good. Ricochet versus AJ Styles for the U.S. Championship of America. Yeah. <laughs> on pay on pay per view, that could be really darn good. Yeah. Alistair Black versus Antonio Cesaro for no reason. Now that could still for the show. That could be a show stealer. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus Big E and Xavier Woods versus Heavy Machinery and uh, in a triple threat tag for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Yeah. You know, when I think about now, I think about Stream Rules. This is a hell of a card. It's anyway. I'm only halfway done. Three matches sounded good so far. At least good, good to possibly great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gulak versus Tony Nese for the Cruiserweight Championship. Yep. Uh, Bailey uh, versus Bliss and Cross for uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship for and, no reason. And, and we hit the speed bump. Well, you can't win them all. <laughs> uh, Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. Yeah, of course. That's oh, going to be good. That. Um, Roman Reigns and The Undertaker versus Shane and McIntyre. That's that's match of the year. No, Easily. Just, just <laughs> throw your whole computer in the trash. Um, uh, Rollins and Lynch. I hear they're dating. Uh, versus uh, Baron Corbin and, and Lacey Evans. They are dating, sir. And they're shoving right, Michael though. Cole is shoving it down everybody's throat. I, I've only heard rumors. I don't know if that's the thing. They look so weird together on TV, so it couldn't possibly be true. I'd see. Um, I, I, I feel you on that. Yeah. But yeah, last man standing. Winner takes all. Uh, t- mixed tag and extreme rules for the Universal and Women's Championship on Raw. Would love to see Lacey Lacey go over here. Would love it. <sighs> but that means the Baron Corbin's WWE champion. I can't make myself that. I would love it. I would love it. Baron Corbin's doing good things, no matter what anybody thinks. He's been top heel. He's 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 he's, he's definitely been yeah. All right, what's the other? Uh, all right, so then we got the Evolve show. So we got okay. So we got the Evolve show. Um, Adam Cole versus Akira Tozawa for the NXT yep. Championship. Yeah, maybe okay. Um, Gulak versus Matt Riddle. I think now that right that's there. that's your like that's your match of the weekend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Josh Briggs versus Anthony Green. Uh, let, me, like let, me, let me ask you a question real quick. And so I've I've seen Matt Riddle and uh, Gulak face each other um, in the past, and Matt Riddle's style has toned down just a little. Do you think they get back to their roots here? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah, then yes, that's I, my I guess. It's yep. going to be hard hitting. Okay. And it, it, there's going to be a lot of yep. This is of all folks, you know, uh, <laughs> in that match. Yeah. Um, JD Drake versus Austin Theory, title versus title for title, winner take all. This is a showcase here. Somebody yeah. needs yeah. to do somebody needs to do something in this match. Yeah. I would yeah. think Austin um, Theory is gonna step up big time in that one. Yeah, I hope so. Uh Babatunde versus Kobe Carino in a special challenge match. Um could be interesting. <laughs> right. Uh Kurt <laughs> Sally and Sean Maluda, Stephen Wolf, and Harlem Favado, a fatal four way match. See, here's the thing about it, about independent wrestling. So I only know three of the names here, and it's right. typically I don't, know, I don't know Stephen Wolf. Yeah, exactly. And it, and it, and it'd be these type of sh- matches that you be like, who? And then it delivers crazy, and then you be like, wow. 
So yeah, again, who, is, who stands out? Yeah, this is one that I will, I will probably keep an eye on too. And this right here, I think is going to be a great match with Anthony Green, and Josh Briggs. Yeah, yeah. Um, Another match where there's a good, a big opportunity for someone like an Anthony Green or Josh Briggs, either one of them, to cool. to really stand out and take that next step in visibility with now, their name and their career. And, and here's the here's the thing with this: as much as WWE loves Austin Theory, they have tweeted a uh, little small video packages for Josh Briggs and uh, um, Anthony Green. So yep. I, I feel like WWE is really invested in this match too. So them two also realize they got a big platform uh, here and then, and who knows what's going to come out of that. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it's an opportunity of a lifetime and a weekend, man. yeah. Yeah, uh, but it still goes on. Eddie Kingston and Joe Gacy versus A.R. Fox and Leon Ruff. Forgot about for the that. Evolve Tag Team Championship. That's going. This match is going to show what Evolve is. Eddie Kingston yep. on the WWE Network. That's going to be interesting. <laughs> 2019 is the craziest year of all time. Yeah. Uh, and, and lastly, uh, but not least, uh, Brandy Lauren versus Shotzi Blackheart uh, in a singles match. Uh, I like it. the Evolve show looks solid. Extreme Rules is surprisingly solid. Um, yep. And then, of course, there is the AEW show. Um, yeah, so there's the buy-in pre-show with the six-man tag, Jimmy Havoc and all of them. Uh, Peter Avalon, the librarian for Sunny Kiss. I hope that they either kill the librarian in a fiery car crash or <laughs> it goes on for the next five years. Okay, so literally that's what was said on being the elite. <laughs> that was literally what it was said. The bus I, I, says, I, 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 like, I want he said, I want this to go on for one year. Danielle was like, no, I literally want this to go on for five years plus. That's so funny. Right. I, I really hope it does. Um, Kenny Omega versus Shima from, uh, you know, OWE. Shima is looking, you know, amazing uh, since he's been featured. Yeah. A lot of history. Uh, Cody and Dustin versus the Bucks. Um, uh, obviously a high profile yeah. match, a very anticipated match. Um, Brandy Rhodes versus Allie. Um, interesting. I'm more interested in to see what Brandy's going to do. Um, last time I saw her, she was in Ring of Honor, and for even for Ring of Honor standards, she was not very good. So I was no, just wondering, like, if this is not on the pre-show, like, there's there's some favoritism going on here. Well, I mean, she's chief branding officer, you know. <laughs> yes. Um, Hangman Page versus uh, Kip Sabian. That's going to be an interesting match. I think so. Um, uh, Kazarian and Scorpio Sky, SCU versus Lucha Bros. That's yep. going to be an interesting match. Yep. Um, and an appearance for whatever reason by Chris Jericho. So they need, again, they need you to have reasons up. to watch everything. Yeah, they need to open up the uh the main card with SCU. They they've set the tone both of the last two shows, and I think it's I think it only makes sense that they do it. And I I don't get the Jericho thing, but honestly, yeah. I think you open it with Kenny versus Shima. That'd be crazy. Wait, wait, wait! Is a uh, uh John Mosley not on this card? No. As as of what I'm reading, no. Okay. Yeah, my, my guess is the Jericho thing will be some sort of angle with a uh, hangman to set up their uh, title match at all sure. out. Yeah, I mean, sure. I think the, 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 of all of the three shows, the fight for the fallen AEW card feels like it's the one that's most, most of a, a show where it's going to be mostly angles and mostly setting up their next show. Yeah. They have no TV to do. So it's like they got to really use Fight for the Fallen, especially with it being free. It, in a lot of ways, it kind of needs to be a commercial for All Out. Yeah. That's true. 
Uh, do you think All Out's still going to go for sixty bucks or or, or that range? Because <laughs> um, that was, I mean, because that was the big gripe about um, thing of uh, double or nothing, and you know, obviously, who the hell is paying sixty dollars for wrestling in twenty nineteen if you're not going to the event? Uh, but the real question is, can they get away with that again? Considering that, at least in the U.S., uh, you know, Bleacher Report's got you covered, and for a nominal fee around the rest of the world, someone else, uh, Fight TV, I think, you know, has has you covered. But even though they've been building to this, and it seems to be a pretty solid card with some pretty interesting storylines going forward, considering that they have no TV, uh, this is the last thing before all out at the end of August, Labor Day weekend. Are we paying sixty dollars for that? Regardless of what happens at Fight for Fallout. Yep. I don't I know pay I sixty bucks or double or nothing. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, st- I'm, st- I'm still uh, leaning against. I mean, my, my thinking still is sixty dollars for a pay per view in 2019 is just absurd. Unless it's like a, a the only thing I could see getting me spent that comment is like is like some big time fight. But even that, it'd be like hell. I'm gonna go to a bar and see it. It's just that that's yeah. not what the market is anymore. That price range. Yeah. 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 But I guess, but the way that they are um, booking it is kind of like boxing. Yeah. Uh, where you don't have weekly TV promoting boxing. It's just, no, he won that fight in, in Singapore and then he won another fight. And now we're here in Vegas. Yeah. Because, because of boxing reasons. But wrestling can't afford to run their promotions like boxing because they don't have boxing money. And well, one boxing fight, one boxing fight. I put it this way: two boxing cards in a year keeps them in the green easily. So, you know, they don't have to. I mean, and again, boxing they do promotion different. I mean, they do press tours all over the place, and you know, it gets on TV and it gets people hype. And sometimes it gets a little bit overdoing because it's just over and over hearing the same person say they want to beat the other person's head in, but. You know, it's a, they don't need storylines. You just need to know one person hate the other person. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. Uh, so do we even want to talk about this Blink-182 concert? Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I, I Question was, number uh, one. What were Enzo and Joey Janela doing at a Blink-182 concert in 2019? <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into everything else, what were they doing there? I mean, it was in New Jersey. And <laughs> a beautiful Homedale. <laughs> um, so the usual suspect were in was 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 there. And first of all, that was just a pathetic everything about that is just so pathetic. It really is. It's it's oh no. You guys got thoughts on this? Because this is with that. I watched the video. I was like, God, this is, it didn't even make World Star if I'm not. But if I'm not even, well, there, well, no, no, no punches were thrown, so there was nothing for World Star to show. Everyone's talking about the whole day they had a fight, and it's like, no, they kind of circled each other, and uh, yeah, Enzo had his hands up, and that was about it. Yeah, there was a lot of ruckus, but there wasn't really any, any fisticuffs. Honestly, yeah. there was a bigger fight at that bagel shop in uh, in, in uh, Long Island that made the oh, news. No doubt. No, 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 no. That 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 fight at Disney World was much. Better. Oh shoot, that was a riot compared to this damn thing. <laughs> right. Shoot. Right. Least, yeah, at least even that darn bagel place. I mean, the dude got tackled. I mean, <laughs> there was no contact made here or nothing. I mean, that that darn this fight fight. I'm gonna put in quotation marks since we're not on video tonight. This <laughs> fight between Enzo and Joey Janela. I mean, 
Joey should have just kept on walking because he had he had everything to lose, and Enzo had nothing to lose at all. Enzo was just looking for attention. Well, that's why he copped the plea online. That's that's for sure. He was like, oh, that, none of that happened. I was just trying to be friends. And yeah, and Enzo was obviously looking for something to gain some type of. I mean, like, he legit posted it on his on his page. Like, it was supposed to be something to be proud of. And I was like, wow. Like, it's even it's even more sad knowing that it was a tweet saying they fight and to seeing the video. And it was just so underwhelming. Oh, you sound like you're disappointed that they didn't fight. No, I'm disappointed that he's trying to embrace something that never was. That's it. If you're gonna, need, I mean, one, you're saying that there's an altercation, and you're tweeting about it, and then you're like, "Oh, this sounds like a big deal," and then you see it, you're just like, "Um, yeah." So, yeah. what's the likelihood that uh, that Joey Janela and uh, Enzo Amore around arriving at AEW together at the same time? <laughs> For sure, or as as I was saying, the night it happened, I was like, "Oh, there's your main event for a uh, spring break next uh, WrestleMania weekend." <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad idea. I mean, yeah, yes, sir. It's not gonna have that to do. Poor guy. Yeah, I mean, it seems like you know he should. I don't, I don't know. I just go back to wherever whatever Walmart he was working in, and just just go do that. <laughs> but it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense. Like honestly, I mean, if he's gonna if he's gonna you know wrestle, then wrestle. Uh, I know you know Big Cass is out there, you know, trying to do a thing. Good for him. You mean but... Cass XL? Oh God, it's the worst <laughs> thing ever. Those two dudes, man, they're made for each other. Who would have ever thought that they actually had issues with each other for real? They're made for each other. Yeah, well, something's well... in the water out there in that New Jersey, New York area. Well, you would know. You're from Patterson. <laughs> I'm also I'm also in the safe right now. <laughs> and, and just th- just think think back to when they first came on the scene in NXT. Who n- n- nobody called it all the way back then that Carmella was going to end up being the smart one out of that group and becoming the biggest star out of all three of them. Carmella was Carmella not only burned the relationship online uh, on uh, on Total Divas and got out of that. Survive another season of Total Divas, didn't, didn't got a championship run, and still super relevant right next to Archer. Man, yeah, you there's, there's no there's no one able to predict that one back in the day. No, 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 no. Yeah, um, no, no. Get, to, get to some news, man. We got we coming up on our time. I know we got some other things that happened this week. We should talk about. Uh, well, actually, no. Uh, that's about it. That's that's of any consequence um but the fire the flying v show uh, you got to get the hard sell for that because that is this weekend as well go for it will okay so let's see here i mean it's sold out so we can't push tickets for the flying v let me, let me bring up their their feed here but it is going to be on indie wrestling tv yeah. so it is going to be viewable. So Saturday night, if you're not looking to watch Evolve, if you're not looking to watch Fight for the Fallen, there is going to be the show going on from the Flying V, which this has actually got a heck of a lineup that uh, our buddy Jason Heat has put together. So let's run this down. Oh, and the surprises keep coming. Apparently, Holiday yeah. is going to be Ooh, there on that. Saturday. I'm yeah. seeing that right now. Let me pull up this full lineup here because this is really this week. He's kind of broke out with the matches for this thing. And we got, okay, 
Ophidian versus Alexander James going down. Prince we also back in the we, back in the states. Yes, indeed. And I know we got a, a match that's kind of gonna kind of in a way it, it's interesting for us local folks because we have the champions of two local groups colliding on neutral territory at Sweet Summer Heat. We have the Crab Champion Logan Easton Laroe taking on the Primetime Champion Bro Keller on neutral territory this Saturday. That's going to be interesting. Let's see what else we got. And then of course we have the ladies match that we're, we're presenting here from the big gold belt wrestling podcast, That's right. Brittany Blake, Kimberly solo darling, and the returning to the DC area alley cat in a fatal four way at sweet summer heat. That one's going to be really exciting. Brought to you exclusively by the big gold belt wrestling podcast. What else do we have here? We have Fidian. Oh, hollow wicked. Hollow Wicked's also going to be in the house taking on in, in. I mean, when it comes to like hot names on the indies right now for the last couple months, is there a hotter guy out there right now than Orange Cassidy? He's taking on Hollow Wicked this Saturday. Yep. So another big, big time matchup happening at Sweet Summer Heat. And uh, I think the main and the main event. Let's main not event. forget the main event. Let's let's get the main event to top this off. The Ugly Ducklings and Mike Quackenbush coming to town to take on the colony. So all kinds of Chikara flavor all mm -hmm. over that main event at sweet summer heat. That's going to be exciting. Like I said, folks, it's already sold out this Saturday, July 13th, but it is going to be on independent wrestling TV. And with the, the code flying 20, if you put that in on indie wrestling TV, 20 free days, watch for free this Saturday night. So, no excuses Saturday. There is so much wrestling happening Saturday night, and all of it's going to be on demand later. So, I mean, right. you you can't beat this. There's a lot of wrestling this weekend. That's right. You know what? We need to get us an independent wrestling code. Might as well. Everyone yeah. else seems to have one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everybody else has them. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we talk about all the winners this this weekend. Um, we, we might as well just, for, for the losers of this weekend, who... Uh, thank you for your participation for not showing up uh, in this big wrestling weekend. Uh, ROH again. I don't know, man. It's just, it's. Uh, I don't know. I was. I would love to see them get it together to become relevant in this. Like, it's just so much. Even ML, like we said, MLW is even uh, catching the fever now, and they understanding that you know, let's put on a legitimate pay per view here so we can get people hyped about it. Let's let's get a a big marquee show. So you know. Well, not to beat a dead horse, but I think it's the statement must be made that ROH and TNA have not flip-flopped. I, I, I don't think that ROH is in the position that TNA was this time last year. I think that ROH is in a different position, a arguably better one, where they can you know, pull themselves out of uh, the bottom. This isn't like, I don't think anybody's worrying about whether or not ROH is going to survive at the end of the year. That was the, <laughs> that was the, the question about TNA. Yeah. Will that be a TNA in 2019? And look at and TNA. They're getting ready to move to Access. And I think that is a su super smart idea. Access is going to have that, WoW, and New Japan. Uh, that's how you get some views on you. Right. Uh, yeah, too bad ROH isn't owned by a goddamn uh, television company already. But <laughs> I I'll never get over that. But, but can still, I, can yeah. I ask you a question? What, is, what comes on at, let's just say, 10 o'clock on that channel? Friday night. What's an ABC affiliate? So whatever they're running, whatever ABC is running, whether it's 2020 or 
yeah. Grey's Anatomy or yeah. Dancing with the Moon Rocks or whatever the hell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the the, th the thing that has always gotten me about Ring of Honor coming on at 1 a.m. on Saturday night, Sunday morning on our local ABC affiliate is the weird part that the local news ends at 1130. And then I think they throw on Nightline for a half hour. And I'm always like, why don't they just throw it on at midnight? For some reason, they got to show a rerun of Castle. Every if you week. don't appease that key castle demographic at midnight, <laughs> heads will roll in Arlington. Apparently, <laughs> apparently the the grandmas are staying up for castle because that castle rerun always has to air before Ring of Honor, no matter what it is like. <laughs> it, it is in some crazy contract that that they've midnight had, episode of Castle has to air. They've had college football games go to like eleven thirty. Yep. They air the news. Yep. And then and then they'll air Castle at 1 a.m. Yep. And I'm thinking they yep. keep pushing ROH back. <laughs> is ROH gonna come on? And then it does <laughs> at 2 o'clock in the morning. They are not axing that episode of Castle no matter what. That Castle rerun will air. <laughs> Whoever is lobbying for Castle at midnight on Channel 7 here in DC, uh, we need to talk marketing because you guys <laughs> are doing the work. For uh, the rerun of that damn show. Also, it, it's amazing. Also, also, fun fact again, let it be known that you will get Castle, but you are also definitely going to get you the best commercial I've ever seen in my entire life where you can get your exclusive therapeutic knee brace by yours truly, <laughs> <laughs> the, the, all, the former always heavyweight champion, Jay Lethal. AKA Jay Lethal with the Coros. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I think we probably got to end it there. How <laughs> we yep. ain't topping that tonight. <laughs> now let's go home. All right, Sinclair, go ahead and run that commercial and we'll sign off. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> watch, watch some wrestling this weekend. Pick yeah. something. There's a lot of flavors to enjoy. If you don't like chocolate, have some strawberry. If you don't like strawberry, have some vanilla. You got <laughs> options this weekend. So just chill out and watch something and enjoy it. And don't just complain about it the whole damn time. Well, I'm going to complain because uh, I'm wrestling Twitter. And that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, guys. We got you next week. <laughs>